welcome to the Film Geezers Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Film Geezers Podcast. I'm Rob I'm joined as always by Cheeto. Hello. And today we're just going to do our um, year in retrospective, so 2021 bit shit year wasn't it really yeah <laughs> in One terms of, of in terms of things like pandemic and other things mm. but one great thing was we started the film geezers yeah it was what like april time april yeah and uh i think we initially started doing stuff on tiktok didn't we yeah and then we decided to give podcasting a go and now we've got uh 24 episodes in uh some of it better than the uh, other <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we first started, we, we were pretty, pretty <laughs> shit, really. Yeah. There's only one word to say. Yeah, up. yeah. Uh, yeah, we've grown. Uh, over to, we had a bit of a hiatus over the summer because of personal things. Yeah. And, you know, life gets in the way and all that. But, yeah, we've got Instagram and Twitter and, you know, we've got our own website where we do, I think, oh, we've got over 100 reviews, which yeah. is pretty, pretty remarkable, really. Um so yeah, what was what's are you got any first off, are you got any New Year's resolutions? Um I think you always gotta watch your weight, don't you? Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. Um I don't know, I I this is the thing. Cause when before we started it we were always like into movies, weren't we, and yeah. stuff. And we've always wanted to do it, and maybe yeah. that was like last year's like with New Year's and obviously the, the problem with the pandemic is the cinemas were closed. So yeah. All we really could do was start sort of with reviewing kind of older existing films mm. and things. So, well, previous years, like that has been my New Year's resolution to actually start something in film. So I suppose just yeah. keep keep it up with it and yeah. and hopefully go to newer heights. I think. Yeah. Bigger. What about you? I think I'm just going to be more of a dick to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a nice guy, really. And, you know, you, you're nice to people, you just get shit on all the time. But... <laughs> well, don't you sound like a lovely person. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'd, like you say, <clears throat> I'd love to see us uh, really take off next year. Yeah. And I think we really need to... Because last year we were a little bit, you know, um, you wake up and you think, I don't know, want to do a podcast today? But like, yeah, we'll, we'll put it off, we'll do it tomorrow. And then it was like yeah. next week. And then we'd be a lot more regimented. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, it was our first, I mean, we haven't even been doing it a year yet. No. So it's like, we're still learning now. Yeah. We're, we're going, yeah. we're learning as we're going sort of thing. So, but yeah, no, definitely, I think we've got the same thing of next year. Just uh, be more regimented and, and be more yeah. on it. And hopefully we can get to, like I said, newer heights. But. Yeah. Yeah, we've always wanted this summer. We've always wanted to do oh, yeah. And um, this thing, we. It came about, what was it, about April? Did I yeah, say April? April it was, um, yeah. Before that, we'd always talked about films and, yeah. and whatnot. You know, we'd always been obsessed with films. And I, it just sort of was like a. Just a moment where, like, right, yeah. we got we got to do this. You know what I mean? And then, it's odd because the pod we never the podcast came sort of after that. Yeah. And, but we found that the podcast is really the main thing yeah. now, isn't it, with us? But yeah, it's just uh, if you told us that we'd be here like before we even started, like say January last year, I, I wouldn't believe you. It's yeah. just been mental, isn't it? Really, but I think we've got a good we've got a good film knowledge. But obviously, being from two different generations, yeah, that helps. Then that does help. I mean, I I probably grew up sort of late 70s that was yeah. kind of when I first I remember first started to go to the cinema and things like that so I've got that and obviously I lived through probably the greatest decades of yeah. films 80s and 90s and then mine mum was like <coughs> late late th- uh, late noughties and then I've obviously grown up through yeah. the, through the 10s as well which the 10s has been really good as well so we got the great thing range. is we, we introduce each other to different films yeah, we that do, we yeah. would probably never watch yeah. from different eras. But this, like, this last year, I've, I've never watched so many movies. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's, it's, it was sort of... The thing with me is, I think with both of us, is we, of course, with everything and everyone, uh, there's a certain type of movie you stick to when you, you can just put it on and stuff. <clears throat> and ours was a certain type of movie whether that be like a 90s action flick or, or an 80s fantasy and uh, yeah we've kind of stretched our horizons you know? we, we tell each other movies to watch and I've never watched like I said I've never watched so many new movies I don't know about you 
Well, I think you're the I'm same as well. I'm looking at my letterbox. I, yeah. only, I only started it in end of August, and I've already watched 83 movies. What, new new movies? Just 83 movies. We in, watched them, yeah. yeah. And done 32 reviews. Mm. Um, Your letterbox is great. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, for... for so the week, we, a couple of weeks leading up to Christmas, we were doing three movies a day, weren't we? Yeah. I mean, some of them obviously were ones that we'd seen before. Mm. But yeah, it was. Uh... Just, I remember there was one <coughs> week where, in seven days, I watched about three movies yeah. a day, and they were all like brand new movies, mm. and just some, some. It's that certain. I don't know the excitement you get when you're watching a new movie because you're in like. Um, Different territory, aren't you? Yeah. It's just you don't know where it's going to go and, and whatnot. But that's good. That's actually. I was thinking about this. What is the best film you've watched this year? Doesn't have to. It can be a new release. Uh. It can be. Um, it can't be a rewatch. Obviously, it, it can be from any year, but it needs to be for the first time you've watched it. You've seen it. I don't know really because it's probably. I would say the father. Yeah, I yeah, think that was yeah. that was. Um, it was a different experience. Yeah, seeing it in the cinema, um, wasn't it? <clears throat> I think it was about the week after we started our, our podcast. We were invited on the film simps. Yeah, they do a Twitch um, show, so you got, actually got to see us. And yes, we are as good looking as we sound. <laughs> Dashing looks, right? yeah, <laughs> chiselled jaws and washboard abs. <laughs> um, and they were reviewing uh, Nobody, wasn't it? Yeah. And so we had to go to the cinema to watch that, which was an experience in itself. And yeah. I thought it was a really good film. Nobody's really good, yeah. And, and I don't know about you, um, I don't like to go read up about a film I'm about to watch. I know. So I don't either. kind of spoil it. No. So I didn't realise until after that it was directed by the same guy who did John Wick. So it's it was very um, John Wick-esque. You yeah. tell it was for the, you know, the whole, just the style of the whole yeah, film. But well, it was a really good film. And I left the cinema feeling really up and yeah. euphoric, and I think the next day we went to watch The Father, yeah. and it was a different. totally different experience. The pressure, yeah. right, you know what I mean, just yeah. walking out, but... And, you know, I don't mind saying it, a grown man did, it made me cry, <laughs> it did. Just, the dealing with the dementia is just a horrible situation. Mm. And, it probably, and it's, um, it's probably the best capturing of... <clears throat> of Obviously, we don't have dementia, so we yeah. don't like, but it's the best capturing of dementia on ever seen on on film. And yeah. like I said, just going to the cinema just elevates it so much. You yeah. know? And this thing we've we've been to the cinema I, I, this year, especially we've been but to the cinema so many times. I mean, I I was I wrote a review of the father, and I was yeah. going to come home and do it. And I couldn't do it. I had to wait till the next day. <laughs> That's how much it affected me. So that was a, that was a brilliant film. Yeah. I would say mine. Thoughts, what's your, yeah. Mine is is not a new release, no. but. Uh, Unforgiven, mine is. Yeah. I only watched it in what, like, oh, right. summertime? Who, 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 who told you to watch that? <coughs> I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think the reason why, because this thing, the best film I've seen this year, don't come at me, people, but up until this year, I'd never seen The Godfather. And I've still not seen the third one yet. I've still yeah. got that. But there's always those fil- films, like those. Um, Iconic films that every, every like individually we've not seen before, and yeah. that Godfather was mine. So obviously the best film I've seen this year is uh, the Godfather, the first because I've seen the first and the second. And they're both two of the best films I've made, but the first one especially. But the reason why I picked Unforgiven as my favorite film is because it completely changed my outlook on westerns. Like they, I don't I don't know if it's because I'm younger and westerns weren't. <sighs> You had a flow at like the end end of the noughties, you know, but westerns are pretty much non-existent, you know. And uh, Unforgiven showed me that westerns didn't have to be campy; um, they can be brutal. Uh, then get your heart racing, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just com- the, the the simple fact of it com- completely changed my outlook on well, westerns. Up know? to that, up to Unforgiven, the whole genre was in decline. Yeah, and there were really no great westerns made no <clears throat> I can't probably probably not since the 70s maybe yeah um, and then the ones that were were sort of the, like you say the sort of campy comedy westerns and really Unforgiven rejuvenated the whole genre yeah and the fact that it, it I think it was a clean sweep of the oh yeah it Oscars was for you know best picture best director I think it just showed me that that like uh, 
they can be really detailed stories and uh, especially characters they can have their own arcs and whatnot and it really changed my outlook and uh, it made me watch a couple more I watched 310 to Yuma yeah. which is really good if you haven't seen it it's, it's a modern western it's about 2007 yeah. I believe well, it's a remake of one from the 60s yeah. I think it starred Van Heflin in the Christian Bale character and I'm trying to think who it was it's just completely got out of my uh, mind. Is it whoever Russell Crowe was, but yeah, um, he played Superman's dad in the original Superman, Jonathan Kent. Oh, okay. <coughs> but come yeah. to me in about <laughs> half an hour. But yeah, no, that's the reason why I'm picking it because if a film can totally change your outlook on a whole genre, then I think it deserves to be up there. But yeah, no, I'm forgiven. It's going to be one that's that's I'm going to rewatch for many a year now. So. Yeah, it was Glenn Ford was in the... It's <coughs> come to you then, has it, yeah? <coughs> Sorry, I've got a frog in my throat. I can see the cogs working in yeah. the head then. <laughs> Overdrive, mate. And he was the, the Russell Crowe character. But yeah. yeah, kind of unforgiving to become, again, like a blueprint now for modern westerns. Yeah. Because um, it is gritty, it's dirty, it's violent. Yeah. And I guess that's what people think the old west really, really oh, was yeah. like. And... Maybe it comes with a time, like the 90s, yeah. obviously there was a lot more shown on film, but I think that's actually more, like you said, a, a real a- approach to the actual Wild yeah. West than um, Westerns gone by, but yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about that. Well, yeah. speaking of, because you were talking about The Godfather, we had a little yeah. agreement, didn't, didn't we? Yeah. That, um, I'm not a massive fan of superhero films. No. And... I've been trying to get you to watch The Godfather for ages yeah. and you said okay I'll watch The Godfather trilogy if you watch The Dark Knight trilogy which I still, I need, to watch, I still need to watch number three <laughs> well you know no rush <laughs> um, I, I've got to say I really really enjoyed it yeah um, but I guess Batman is not your typical superhero no. I don't, re- don't really want to go into it too much because we're no. going to do our next episode is going to be a Batman yeah special in um, yeah with with the Batman coming out in March, we thought we'd do a, a Batman special. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really I love an origin story. So my favourite was Batman Begins. Mm. But even I've got to give sort of Dark Knight a shout, really just because of Heath Ledger's performance, yeah. well deserved uh, posthumous Oscar for that. I think um, very different to the '89 film. Oh yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, really. So that's another highlight. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, and it's it's given because it's it's amazing really because I'd not I'd not really watched a lot of films that Christian Bale was in. Yeah. But seeing this year, I've seemed to have watched a lot more. Um, and th- he's probably now in one of my top ten lists oh, yeah, of, of actors. Just because I saw um, there's a film called Out of the Furnace with with, with Casey Affleck, which obviously is it's going to be depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the Batman tra- American Psycho again yeah. I, I only watched that this year great That's film brilliant film brilliant yeah. film um, but yeah just uh, Vice as well and just what he goes through for his for his um, yeah you've got to commend that don't you yeah. I mean, on the big shot he was in yeah big shot as well yeah but how he immerses himself in you know he's very very method immerses himself in, in the characters we just need to playing. look at Machinist yeah he, he had an apple a day with some black coffee yeah. Or down to uh, unhealthy, probably probably if he dropped any more pounds, he'd be dead. Yeah. And then a year later, he looks like he looks hulking yeah. as Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, it just shows his 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 acting ability, but also like you said, the lengths he goes yeah. through to get to, to play his roles. You know. But mm. is there anyone you any actor you've you've sort of seen that you've not rewatched really much of and? Uh, Got a new appreciation uh, for maybe uh, Keanu Reeves. Maybe yeah. I've always I've always really liked him, but seeing a John because I've only seen John Wick one and John Wick two um, in the cinema previously, and I'd never seen John Wick three. But I've we've rewatched them recently, and I've even seen the third mm. one. Yeah, I've I've um I'm going through a little Keanu Reeves phase at the moment. I've, I've yeah. rewatched the Matrix. Uh, the trilogy as well, seeing the new trilogy, uh, seeing the new film, and also Speed. So maybe Keanu Reeves. Mm. I, don't, I don't think I've watched that much Keanu Reeves in a long time. Well, it's but. John Wick four and five. Yeah, that's good. John Wick four's been pushed back, I think, to twenty twenty three. 
now. Right, yeah. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, another significant event happened this year. I, I treated myself, brought myself a, a 65-inch 4K old HD TV. <laughs> and I've got to say, it's what rewatching films is it's like watching them over mm. again so i think the first film i watched on that was blade runner yeah and it's it's just i forget sometimes how how amazing films some films are when you when you watch them again and you just think wow i'd forgotten how good it was yeah and and that is always going to be one of my <coughs> favorites well i mean blade runner i think you'll you'll find it anyone will find it hard to argue against you if you yeah. say Blade Runner's got the best cinematography in history and to watch on a 4K TV yeah. it just fully immerses you in I know it's it's it it, it wasn't in 4K but it, it does upscaling so it looks better than HD I mean Netflix are now doing films yeah. in 4K and I've actually started to buy films in 4K yeah. now I mean we watched Speed the other day in 4K yeah didn't Speed we? Terminator 2 yeah um, yeah it just it completely changes <coughs> the actual experience of watching yeah. the film doesn't it because um, I bought the, the original Star Wars trilogy in 4K, yeah, and it's just it looks beautiful. Amazing. Um, I was actually having a conversation with a guy on Instagram. I forget who it was, but he just bought the Indiana Jones four disc set in Blu-ray. Yeah, and I said, "What, what, what are you going to do when um, Indy Five comes out?" And it, it's happened to me. I've got the oh, three. Oh God, yeah. I've got what was called the special edition three disc indie set with the. This film selling the Grail Diary, and that was going to be Ultimate Collector's Edition. <laughs> and then Crystal Skull comes out, <laughs> and they're sneaky fuckers, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, I had the I had the original VHS of um, A New Hope and, mm. and the original trilogy. This is the theatrical release one, not the special edition. Yeah, and then obviously, oh, what, on yeah, DVD yeah, before no on on VHS, oh, VHS yeah. before obviously George Lucas started to dick around. Yeah. There. Um, but then obviously when a new format then DVD came out so you have to buy them over again and then Blu-ray that lasted long didn't so it? I had the I had the Blu-ray 1 to 6 of Star Wars you've had Blu-ray and like you've had Star Wars yeah. and Blu-ray DVD, DVD yeah, yeah exactly everything. yeah so it's just never ending digital as well and it's not like fucking George Lee, Lucas needs any more money <laughs> is it you know <laughs> yeah he could use some of his money to pay for plastic surgery couldn't he <laughs> <laughs> You're just ripping in the George Lucas. Should I cut, cut out? Am I going allegedly? I don't know. I'm just saying that. It's going to be like a riot with Star Wars fans. But that's the thing is they know it's a captive audience that you know they produce anything with Star Wars on it, then it'll it'll sell. Yeah. But I just I just the fact that when whenever a new format comes out, you have to buy all your library of stuff. Mm. So I've just started to buy them on on um, streaming now, yeah. and not bother with physical. <clears throat> I tell you what, for for this year, now doing the reviews podcast and whatnot, have when you when you watch a film, has your uh, focus on an actual film changed as in terms of or your outlook on a film, or, or is there other things about the film like film in general that you appreciate now from doing it? Because I know for. Some, for well, me, I certainly. So. I mean, you look at it maybe slightly differently in in critical kind of terms yeah. as well. Um, you look at it obviously as a as a um, as a viewer, yeah. Um, and you want to be entertained or whatever by what, the film, but I think you also look at it from a critical yeah standpoint as well. Oh yeah, Andrew, um, for me personally, like I said before. With the appreciation thing, I, I don't only just put on a film and watch it now. I look at extra details or or whatnot, and also appreciate like when I was younger, I always just, I always thought right, it's just the actors, but mm. there's so much more that goes into a film than just the actors itself. Yeah. Even the director, you know, I appreciate. Well, I, look, I look more at the the credits and like the director of photography, or yeah. the cinematographer, and you know other people involved because they often are involved in other films as well. Yeah. That, <clears throat> and you, you tend to find like certain films they they look similar in not not in just the way that they are say lit or photographed and you find that they've got the same you know director of photography yeah. etc so 
but it, even things like that, the writing like yeah. I, I love I'm really into writing now and stuff and we've always said that's a script coming along then says <laughs> <laughs> <is> you <laughs> we were, yeah we were going to write the ultimate script weren't we but that's still pending yeah it's I still say. pending yeah when we're multi-millionaires and we assume that like we'd take it to a studio and then let us direct yeah. it as well and maybe even be in it well mate when you've got Burt Lancaster's looks mate <laughs> you've got, they're going to let you act <laughs> I think probably the greatest thing that happened to me in 2021 was I got to see my favourite film in the cinema after <laughs> so long well, well like I've, you know you back in the day you, you're like oh they'll have it on in the next couple of years <laughs> now, it's always going to be on and it took what 10 years for this right. film Jaws my mum and dad they said they watched it when it first came out in 75 and I was 3 years old and about 10 years well not 10 years about probably 5 or 6 years ago it came to our local cinema and it was a single showing and I thought it was a Saturday, Sunday afternoon I mm. thought well no It'll, it'll it'll come back <laughs> and it didn't <laughs> and it's only i think it was it was november it was uh august end of august time yeah all right it came back to view cinemas in portsmouth and i i was looking through the listings and i almost it's jaw like, dropped. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 46 years i was waiting and it was just i actually when the credits came on I got so emotional. It was almost <laughs> like a spiritual experience. Yeah. But watching a film in cinema is just so different. Yeah. You, you, just the sound, the little details that you don't see on, on TV as well. I mean, there's, there's a few films that we've... It's like we went to see Total Recall, didn't we? Yeah. Um, we yeah. saw Empire Strikes. Because oh, what, yeah. what a lot of um, what a lot of cinemas were doing, because obviously... There's the no film industry had been yeah. on pause. There's no new releases, so they were starting to release old films. So Empire Strikes Back, we saw. Uh, we saw the re-release of Rocky IV, Rocky oh, yeah. vs. Drago. The director's Cut. Director's Cut. And we, we actually liked it. Yeah, there was a guy, um, the only comment we've ever had on our website on one of our reviews, and he must have he wrote a dissertation on why <laughs> Shakespeare's we fucking were wrong. On yeah. This. <laughs> Um, he felt that Stallone was kind of put, uh, pushed into doing this, um, but he explained himself yeah. the reasons why. So there's a Q and A at the start, yeah. and he was he was like, uh, he had nothing to do, so he was like, I want to I want to re-release or, or recut a Rocky movie. He looked at obviously the library, and he's like, yeah. Rocky Four is the most loved one, so I'm going to start off with that. And he, he said, you know, <laughs> the, problem, the problem he had was he had he had total control over it. Yeah. So he was able to include things like the robot, robot for yeah. example, <laughs> that really made no sense to the story. No. It's just because he wanted to have it in there. And I can get that, you know. Mm. But I think the the record does. Oh yeah. I mean, you think he's a, he's an older head now. He's mm. been in the. You think by the time Rocky Four came out, he still hadn't been in the. the movie business for that long had he no. you know and like like we said he had more experience and we both agree that the director's cut was much much improved yeah. than the original even though we love the original and it's, yeah. it's such a cheesy classic but this this new one is but it's like it's like any I mean films are subjective you know yeah. what one person likes somebody doesn't like and yeah. it's, it's that's that's their opinion and you've got to you know you've got to uh, accept that mm. well I feel like this this new one focused more on the characters it was much more character driven than story driven and I think I prefer that I think I do because um, when you have engaging characters it just automatically makes you engage into the story anyway and into the film and he still kept in I mean you could not have cut out the the dual training scene could you the training no. montage you know so it's still got yeah. that 80s flair to it but I will break <laughs> <laughs> And it's actually got an extended <laughs> fight scene yeah. as well, doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah, much much improved. Yeah. Um, we've seen a lot of movies. This, uh, we've been to the cinema so many times yeah. this year. Well, you went. You obviously went to see Spider Man. Yeah. When the, on the day it came out. Yeah. Um, First showing. Which cinema? You said was. Oh, I do. I think it's a bit overrated. Yeah. Um, there's people now calling this better than The Dark Knight, and I was like, no. 
hold your horses, you know what I mean? This is not better than The Dark Knight, but it is, for a superhero movie, it is amazing. And I'd put it in the top 30, 40 movies ever made. I think it's that good. Um, first half, it's, a, it's really a story to us. First half's okay. Um, obviously, when the first half, you got to set up the premise because obviously Far From Home, that story ended there. So you got to set up the premise for this one. But then after the... I mean, this is massive spoilers. It's been out for long enough now. Uh, all three generations of Spider-Man are in this. Toby and, and um, Andrew Garfield are in this as well. And as soon as, as like I said, Andrew and Toby are, are revealed, it's, this whole second half is just full-on fan service, everything you want. I know sometimes people don't like fan service, but in a film like this, you kind of have to have it. And it's just payoff after payoff after payoff full-on action I think the the actual Sinister uh, well they call it the Sinister Sticks it's, there's only five villains but they're all great and especially Willem Dafoe I mean uh, people saying he's, a, he's as good as, as uh, Heath Ledger's Joker uh, I don't agree but I think it's n- near the top echelons of, of how to uh, portray a, a comic book villain um, he really does show his acting prowess same with it's nice to say Alfred Molina as well but yeah 100% it was absolute I had not had that type of feeling in a cinema since I saw Endgame in 2019 um, brilliant way to, to uh, you know end the trilogy and even I think they, they've greenlit two more movies I think or something like that and they want uh, Andrew Garfield to have a third movie because he only had two but yeah definitely the best movie I've seen this year and the best release in my opinion of, of 2021 but I think the best for me personally going to the cinema to see Empire or something I think you know it's Empire Strikes Back and also I went to see uh, Gladiator as well in the yeah, cinema did you, Jurassic Park as well didn't you go Jurassic see? Park as well yeah, yeah. obviously movies you've always seen yeah, yeah. but I mean with Jurassic Park they're movies you everyone grows up with you know and just to sit in the cinema was something else uh and even the the effects still look great, even in cinema where you can see everything. Um, and Gladiator is a film that's much loved in this household, isn't it? and God, I was fucking tearing up. And I said, oh, I'm a 22 year old man, and that was just me. You can just hear me sobbing. But now it's a different experience, just experience in the cinema, isn't it? You know. But yeah, and you went to see Matrix as well, didn't you? Oh, the new Matrix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, I saw. Also, I've seen the first Matrix a million times. It's literally one of my favourite movies of all time. I've seen the second one here and there. And then the third one I watched on the day that I was going to go see it. Uh, the fourth one's all right. It's, I've, I've actually seen it. It's got a lot of hate. But I think, for me personally, it, one, the main thing is that it still felt like a Matrix movie to me. If it didn't feel like a Matrix movie, that's the one thing a sequel can do bad is... It's completely separated from from its previous material, um, and I think that's the only the direction Lana takes it in is the only direction she could take it in. I mean, well, I mean that the trilogy ended. Where else are you going to take it other than that? You know, so I think if you're a Matrix fan, you should see it. And I think the only thing is is that you do have to watch, in my opinion, the trilogy to understand what's going on. But it was alright. It's 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 no. It's nowhere near the the original Matrix. In my opinion, the original Matrix is one of the best movies ever made. But you know, I'm always a bit cynical about films that have a sequel that's so many years after. Yeah, it, it's it kind of smacks for me a, a little bit of desperation. I mean, it is a bit cash grabby. I must admit, you know, it's like well, we're not really doing a lot. You know, the director's not really doing a lot recently. You know, let's re re reimagine or reboot or, or have a sequel to a to a much loved film yeah I mean some obviously still owned it with Rocky and then with Rambo and you know just what we're going to have next Diad 73 Diad <laughs> in the wheelchair <laughs> that's the thing I, I think I just yeah I in my opinion like I am very cynical when it comes to films but for me personally because I love The Matrix so much and I, I even love the sequels I think the sequel is amazing I was just happy that we got yeah. more Matrix. That's the thing. Because I've, I've read somewhere, I can't remember what it was, but apparently Michael Keaton's going to return as Batman in... Yeah, I've I seen that as well. The, is it a TV series? I think so. They did that with Superman, yeah. didn't they? And they, I just think, well, why? It's just, again, it's, it's, it's that kind of thing of trying to 
people who loved him as Batman are going to watch it. So it's trying to trying to grab a, an existing audience, but then obviously trying to get an, a new audience in. It's like with all the, it's like with the new Ghostbusters film, you know, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm. Yeah, they get the original cast in, but how long are they in the film? It's just to you know, it's like with the Spider Man films, you know, you get the two original. You know the two previous. To be Spider-Man. fair, though, they are in the film for a lot. For yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, it's it's kind of it, it sort of appeases that it brings brings in people who loved, you know, Tobey Maguire as Spider Man or Andrew Garfield as Spider Man, and then it's trying to get introduced like a whole new audience to those as well, whilst trying to keep the existing audience. That's the thing, me. I grew up with the Sam Raimi yeah. movies. You know what I mean? They were my era of movies, Spider Man movies. I was just so sick to see him in in a modern Spider-Man movie and it's so sick to see them all together and it and it really explored the multiverse and I know that's something you don't really like about modern super is it the superhero movies you don't like about how they're all connected no, isn't it it's not that, it's not the fact it's it's like a production line you know it's we'll just turn another film out we don't give a shit about quality we'll just turn another film out we know the audience are going to come and watch it anyway then you know I just I just think that once you get to a certain point, there's there's no real originality. Well, you know, you know, it's doing the same thing, repeating the same thing over and over again. Well, and then old... I think bringing back like the old villains as well, that kind of smacks a little bit of desperation of trying to. Listen, I was I was scared for this movie. Yeah. I was I was hyped as hell, but I was I was scared because I was like, oh, when when movies are this hyped or when they go to this lengths to to heighten the movie, it, it always falls flat on its face and yeah. I was scared of that but like I said I, I the, the actual material of the film I think it it, it gets overshadowed by the fact that you got the two previous spider you got all three Spider-Man in the film and it, for me personally it just felt like an event yeah. like with with Endgame it just it just felt like a whole huge this huge party almost people in an English cinema were actually cheering that goes the show like well, I, you know I know there's people love these films there's a big following and I'm not you know I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that mm. you know I respect other people's views but I I'm just obviously a bit like Scorsese yeah. and Ridley Scott you know just in my views about what's well, the thing I think it's generational as well though because yeah. previous films from maybe you, back in your day yeah. they didn't have either they didn't have the technology to to show this whole multiverse or they just didn't have the ideas to do that where now it's a very new thing now so maybe it's it's just the fact that the tide is turning well, when right. it comes to cinema modern go, cinema you go back to 1930s universal horror films they were the first real multiverse yeah. with crossovers and things but yeah maybe, maybe but I just think you know you, you look at the money being spent on these films I mean you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars you think about how many independent films could be funded you could fund a hundred independent films with that sort of money you know so how many people are out there filmmakers struggling not getting not getting um recognized not getting discovered not having their project you know but well disney know how to make money don't they and they know, know they know when they see it could money be, it could be the next couple or oscar says you already got out there and wouldn't get discovered because it's, you know the money that's being spent I mean, it's mainly by Disney now because they own most of the franchises, yeah. don't they? Or the, yeah. the universes or whatever. Uh, they probably end up fucking buying us, well, haven't they? Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> Be like, uh, like what Microsoft used to do: buy out a company and shut it down. <laughs> you'd have to, be, you'd have to beat your opponent. You'd just no, you'd buy them, yeah, don't you? Have to buy them out. <laughs> what, 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 what you could buy us for? <laughs> Ten quid and a Scotch egg. <laughs> 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 the reason why I'm laughing is because I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just yeah, it's just not my thing. No. Um, but it's like fair, I say, it's fair enough. You know, everyone. This thing is is the thing with film and just anything in in yeah. general is this opinion, isn't it? Yeah. You know, um, I know there's certain people in the film community that don't understand opinions. It's, it's but... not like I don't like superhero. I mean, I loved the original Superman. Mm. Um, I loved Dark Knight. Uh, I actually watched the first two Spider-Man, Raimi Spider-Man yeah. films with Tobey Maguire. So, but I just think, you know, where do you go with the story? It's then you have to, you know, you spin it off, you cross it over. It's like with Disney Plus, you know, how many spin-offs are you going to have of a of okay. a franchise? Although Book of Boba Fett looks quite promising, yeah. I would say. I know it's not movies, but I came out the other day. 
and I love the Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian is, oh. is great. Yeah, I can tell it's Star Wars now. Don't you, so I've completely, completely contradicted myself. <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore all that yeah. shit before. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's like it might be a generational thing. Maybe I don't yeah. know. Um, That's what I think it is. But I'm, there's, I mean, there's, I, I was probably the ultimate. Um, my my generation was probably ultimate film nerds, you know, the, with Star Wars and and everything yeah. coming out. Um, Star Trek as well, massive following. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you'd expect me to want to sort of love these sort of films, but well, I think as well, I, I was the. It's maybe my generation's version of maybe Star Wars. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I am. I I like Marvel. I'm. I, well, I used to used to be a huge fan. I'm a very, I don't know if you know how it works, but in phases, I don't know if you've heard of phases. It's gone on to a full blown like <laughs> Avengers thing. Oh, I will run with it. The films go in phases, so you have phase one, phase yeah. two, three, and four. And the current one is phase four when Black Widow started, and all the films after that. It's been dog shit in my opinion. The Spider Man is the only um, good thing that's come out of phase four, but. Phase one started with obviously Iron Man. You had Robert Downey Jr. You had all of the like Thor, Captain America, all their origin stories. And then in 2012, after though after they established the characters, they had the Avengers, the first film. And I remember going to the cinema to see that, and I was fucking hyped. Like I said, I was the perfect age for it. I was about 12 years old, and I was just growing up with those films. And each each phase, say after the phase two, phase one ended with the Avengers. Phase two started with Iron Man three. It showed his um. Like his PTSD after the events of of it, and then you, you know you went went through these phases, and the whole Infinity Saga, which is phase one to three, ended with Endgame, and now there's this new crop of of superhero movies that I don't really right. care for okay. because it establishes new characters. But I was like, I've already I've grown up with the other characters, you know, they're the ones I care about. I don't really care for um, yeah. the Eternals or or whatnot, you know. So I, I think it is gen- even now with like I have lived through my my adolescent years and, and now as adult I've lived through a, gen, a generation now so there's a new generation of movie goes and maybe they're trying to push for that maybe there's new characters or whatnot but I mean it's nowhere near executed as, as well like I said face was a bag of shit but, <laughs> but yeah, maybe it's just is. our opinion I mean yeah. there's probably people who really love that yeah but like I say it's just yeah not my sort of thing so, anything else to cover um, from from the year that we've had? What do you think about the the the, the actual movies that have been released in twenty twenty one? There's there's been some good ones. I mean, the thing is, right? It's like it's like anything. Like I say, it's very very subjective. Yeah. Um, you, you're finding that there's more films now being released on streaming service. So we, we yeah. watched the other day. Don't look up. Oh, that was good, yeah. Which I enjoyed that. We, really enjoyed we, that. But I've I've read really have, mixed reviews. Some people hate it. Some people I don't, love I, it. I, I think with the because what I do is I'll go into IMDb or, or Letterbox and I read the reviews and I mostly read the negative ones to see yeah. where uh, it's a different mindset and most of the negative reviews for that film were people just I don't think people got what um got. The film, basically, yeah. you know, um, I mean, it's, it's essentially it's a satire, and I think it's best spot on oh, yeah. about state of politics now, state of social media, state of mainstream media, and for those people who don't know, it's about two astronomers who discover a comet heading to Earth, and it's it's a it's a a, a planet killer, and the the people just don't care about no. it. I mean, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, two celebrity singers. Getting back together and overshadowed. Yeah, exactly. The actual news that the world was going to. Yeah. Um, and it literally, it is such. It's how if if we got the news tomorrow that a comet was coming down and going to kill us all, Armageddon yeah. basically. That's how it would be. That's how it would play out. And it's you know it's how the political establishment want to ignore it because it's not good for their um, then sort of re-election yeah. campaign or whatever it is. So. Yeah, it's just I, I thought it was very accurate. Yeah, it, it was. A, some people criticised it for being a little bit slow in places. It does. Yeah, maybe the second act is a little bit slow, but I just think yeah, it was. It's some really good, really good satire on there, and that's from Adam McKay who brought us like the Big Shot. Yeah, um, he actually oh, he's very talented as well. Yeah, so I enjoyed that. Um, 
I think most of the films that, that have come out we've we've seen that yeah. I've wanted to see. Um I know, I know that obviously twenty twenty one there's been loads of movies that have come out obviously because uh during twenty twenty there was no movies coming out and whatnot, but to be fair I think of the I mean, we've seen Die Hard as well. We thought about oh, that, yeah, didn't we? About that, yeah. Die, Die Hard, yeah. Cinema, yeah, re-release. That was six December, December. Yeah, December sixth, yeah. and that was a totally different yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah obviously, uh, just in time for Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah, because it's a Christmas <laughs> movie. <laughs> I've seen so much debate if Die Hard a Christmas movie, and we've been through this on our previous yeah. podcast. So it is a Christmas movie. It is. But yeah, I mean, I couldn't remember if I'd seen it in the cinema, and I'd I'd hadn't, and it is such a yeah, such a different experience again. But there's a lot. There's a lot of films I see advertised, and I think, well, I probably wouldn't pay to see it in the cinema. but yeah. I, I'll see it when it comes on, on TV because there's such now a short um, release schedule. Yeah, now. there is. Movies stay in, in the cinema um, what, two months tops. Yeah, when like I was that? when I was a kid, it'd be on. It'd be three months in the cinema. It then it'd be on. It'd be on sort of video for to rent for like six months, and then you might be able to buy it on video. And then it might be two or three years before yeah. it came on television. Well, we'll pair that with with the UK getting movies like two years after the US yeah. or a year after, you Because yeah. I mean, like years, yeah, films were really. I mean, like Star Wars released in the summer, and then in, in England it was December. It was yeah. really so. But obviously, with uh, piracy now, yeah. they have they have tend to have them released on the same day. Yeah. Or if you beg, beg and beg, they might release them a day early in your territory. Well, that's what happened with, with Spider-Man. Yeah. I was really happy about it. Two two days to be, in fact. Yeah. And I'm flexing, I know, but <laughs> I can give a shit. But, so, yeah, um, I think I've seen all the films I wanted to see. Yeah, in the, you know, same um, I'm gutted I didn't get to see Muppet Christmas Carol in the cinema. Yeah. But it's not fair if if all of us can't go no. and watch that as a family because that is a family tradition of ours. Christmas Eve, we go, we watch Muppet Christmas yeah. Carol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you? Anything you're looking forward to next? next oh, year? Um, there's one movie that trumps them all. In my opinion, that's the Batman. Yeah. As a huge Batman fan, I can't wait. And plus, um, well, Tom Holland uh, begged. Obviously, him being English, he begged. Sony to release uh, Spider-Man two days early in the UK and we got it two days early and of course uh, Robert Pattinson being English begged Warner Brothers to, for it to be released early and it's going to be released two days early I believe in the UK mm-hmm. so we're going to earlier that's another flex come at me um, <laughs> but yeah 100% Batman it looks I, I really I know I'm really nerdy when it comes to Batman but I I counted down when the first set, uh, the first um, trailer seen, came out. You've seen the trailers, yeah, and the, and it looks. Does absolutely it show amazing. you much? It's uh, it looks very dark. It actually looks because is, is this a reboot of? Yeah, it so is. it's going back to the origins again. Uh, not origins. No, I don't know. I don't know what, what it's going to entail, yeah. but but uh, he's already got his suit in it and stuff right. so no, um, it would be interesting to see what they do with the yeah the I mean because obviously at the end of uh, Dark Knight Rises Bruce Wayne disappears they, you know, f- they flee don't they, they? they he fakes his death and, and disappears so it would be interesting to how they whether it's going to be set after that or it's going to be I mean, a reimagining they obviously of, had the, the, the Ben Affleck oh, the yeah. DCU yeah. but they didn't quite I, for, for one Ben Affleck well, I, we'll get into it obviously in our Batman yeah. special yeah. Uh, so I'll save that for that but we had Ben Affleck but this one it just looks really dark like um, even the, the the film itself looks dark even darker than Nolan's trilogy but even the actual practical like the actual um, cinematography the, the, the screen looks really dark and what like and he he look I must admit I've seen people already shut down Rob Patterson but I know you get the Twilight thing and you know, I actually don't mind Twilight the first one I don't care for the other movies but he he's carried around that sort of I wouldn't call it a burden but it it he has been typecast slightly for that you know of course he was it was his first real major. I mean, yeah, he was in Harry Potter, but it was his first real worldwide success, as, and he was, of course, the star of it. And being that young, he he was he, I suppose, he got thrown in the deep end. He he was the world's most paid actor, 
at the time. I think it was about two and eight, and he sort of carried that round. But he's had, he's been in some movies since, and he's really made a career for himself. And uh, I mean, you think of the Lighthouse as well. He's great in that, and he's really showed his acting ability in that because. I must admit, before I watched The Lighthouse, I was like, eh, he's all right, but he's a bit plastic. But I, I think you agree as well. He, re- he really is a good actor, isn't he, Royal Patterson? Well, yeah, I mean, he, he first came to attention, obviously, in Twilight, yeah. so everybody thought he was like this tween kind of star. But I think sometimes it is difficult to to get over that, isn't yeah. it? And um, I think he has, yeah. Mm. He's, he's, I mean, I've... I think I've only seen him in the lighthouse. Yes, yeah. uh, but that was a. Yeah, He's really good in that, good. wasn't he? Yeah, and <clears throat> I just can't wait to see him as Batman. I think, I think they got it right with with Christopher Bale. Uh, Chris, Christopher Bale. Chris Nolan got it right with Christian Bale, cast him as Batman. Uh, like I said, we're gonna save a lot of this for the Batman uh, special, and I think they got. Is it Mark Webb? I believe he's directing it. I, I think it's Mark Webb, who did the Planet of the Apes. Uh, movies uh, I think he done really well with casting Robert Pattinson because I don't know why just looking at him I, I, didn't, I didn't think much before the trailer I was like okay can I see him as being Batman but certainly after this uh, and you get to see his um, makeup as well You get uh, when he takes off his mask not something you get to see all, all the time and I think um, Paul Dano um, as a Riddler is a perfect casting I mean he was great in Prisoners um, obviously as a Riddler I think the Riddler is going to be the main uh, antagonist in this. You've also got the Penguin, uh, Colin Farrell. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of him, but he he seems to. It looks like he cares about the role because he's really transformed himself into it. And you think of him as a Penguin, and you think of Danny DeVito. It's kind of campy. Those campy nineties movies. This this he looks really good as the Penguin. So I could talk about this for hours, <laughs> but I'm really excited yeah. for the, the Batman. It looks really good. And once again, another competent director in, in Mark Webb as well so I'm excited like I said I'm a big fan of his movies as well so what about you? Yeah I mean I'm looking forward to that I'd actually maybe maybe before I wouldn't have watched it but yeah. I thought yeah Batman is a character that I can probably just about tolerate with, yeah. <laughs> uh, what I saw the other day when I was, it was Operation Mincemeat probably you've probably never heard of that um it's a remake of a 50s film called The Man Who Wasn't There. Yeah. But it's based on um, an operation, an espionage operation during the Second World War in 1943 to to try to disguise the invasion of Sicily. Mm. So it, it's actually happened. It stars Colin Firth. Um, and it's, uh, it's another Netflix original film. I think it's coming out in March. Oh, right, yeah. Year. So, yeah. Oh, it's, shit. Uh, Obviously, being a I didn't even realize big history uh, fan as well. Yeah, I've seen the original film. I've, I've read the book. Uh, it's, I don't want to give away any spoilers. Yeah. It's, it's probably worth if if you like Second World War history. Uh, or Colin Firth, you know, <laughs> draw a little Venn diagram. Everybody will like it. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, it's. Um, I, I can't really. Th- I can't, can't. You know, I don't. I don't really. I know a lot of films have been sort of put back, mm. haven't they? I mean, I there's. A lot of good releases are going to be next year. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I, I mean, Top Gun's coming out. I don't know if I'm that excited for it. I don't think there needed to be another Top Gun. Um, I mean, I actually think Tom Cruise has got way better, and his movies have got way better as he's got older. Um, yeah. Lightyear as well. For my Toy Story fans out there, Lightyear looks really good. You've got um, Death on the Nile. That's the follow-up to, that's um, Murder on the Ark. Orient Express, Kenneth Brenner's film. Of course, Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World Dominion's coming out, yeah. and we get to see Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, and Laura Dern return. I don't know for how long. I don't know if they're going to let them take the reins for this movie, or they're going to stick with Chris um, Pratt. But that's for my Jurassic Park um, fans out there. I'm just trying to go through and see, pick out some ones. There's a Doctor Strange coming out, isn't there? Yeah, Multiverse of Madness. That looks yeah. really good. There's another Scream. I think that's a remake yeah. of of the original. So there's a lot of remakes and. Uh... I think, like you said, 2022, we're going to get a lot of the films that we obviously will push back or whatnot. Yeah. We're going to get loads of films. It could be a really bloated year, but yeah, I definitely think that the the Batman's going to be the standout. And I think and uh, early. I don't think it's completed yet, but people have have seen. 
early scenes or, or whatnot or parts of the film and they've say they're saying this is going to be a, a class movie so I'm just I just hope it doesn't fall flat on its head hope they execute it well this thing DC outside of the DC extended universe is really good so yeah. that's what I'm excited for anything inside the DC I'm not I don't really care for but can't think of any more big big, no. big ones coming no. out but yeah, I mean, 2022, like we said, it's, it's, hopefully it's going to be a good year. Yeah. Um, I know we say that every year, but uh, especially for, for the film geezers as well. Um, like we said, we're going to be much more yeah. regimented, put a lot more work I, in. I mean, we we recently joined um, uh, Good Pods, which is a podcasting app, um, and that's, that's a fairly new one, and it's geared more towards indie uh, podcasters. Mm. It's a whole community, and I've got to say that since we joined that, we have seen. Uh, I mean, we're up to, up to over four hundred downloads now, which I don't think that's bad in no. um, our months we've been going sort yeah. of seven months. And I've got to say, for for sort of two, three of those months, we weren't even putting anything no. out. So yeah, hopefully, you know, little goals. You know, I think our next goal is maybe a thousand downloads, yeah. and hopefully, uh, Rome wasn't built on a day. No, you know? no, and hopefully you. Um, our listener, <laughs> single listener, yeah, can uh, <laughs> can put a word about and just uh, help us with that. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be here hopefully every week now for however long, probably till I die <laughs> in eighteen months. <laughs> Would you say to that? I know that. I know. I, don't know. I, I just, I just, that. I just was just. <laughs> But yeah, so no, we, we, like I said, we really appreciate the support we've had for twenty twenty one. You know, yeah. Um, maybe to some some people, four hundred dollars and up, but to us, like we've we're, ba- we're babies, aren't we? You know, yeah. In, in, in podcasting terms, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just really appreciate, it. and like we're gonna put the the throttle even yeah. harder next year. And That's, I mean, we're on, like I say, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook at film at the film geezers. That's our handle. We've got a website, thefilmnegeezers.com. You can contact us through any of those means. If if any of you have any ideas, I just want to comment on on the, good or bad. Yeah, feel more than free, yeah. Feel free. Um, it's an open discussion with us, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Um, if anyone wants to come on the show, you know. Yeah. If, if Keenan Reeves is out there listening. <laughs> You're very more than welcome. I love Robert, you. Robert Patterson, you want to come on to a loud band man? I've, you just, know? I've just been um, blowing smoke up as I was coming <laughs> Yeah, so um, I think that's all that's yeah. left is just to wish you were. Uh, I mean, we were going to record this yesterday, but I I, I slept in. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, um, Happy New Year, um, and thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Yeah.